young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. All right. Welcome to another episode of Grassroots. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure that you hit the notification button so that you stay hip to the game with us every single week, every Tuesday. Also remember to, uh, I, I guess, I guess, join our Discord. I believe that's the proper term. And I am Wilson. <laughs> okay, just the coffee. <laughs> this this yeah, is I'm a little sure. unprofessional, guys. Come on. <laughs> I love this guy, man. I'm one of the hosts, Brandon Killer BHR. All right, I'm um, regular. Now, yo, he did, let me just say, he did like a real radio 1985, <laughs> all right, 105.8 listeners. I. <laughs> You're now listening to the cool sounds of 105.8 Grassroots Radio. Uh, he's definitely doing that online radio. Look at his background. He's in a whole oh, basement now. Interchangeable basements. I didn't even know that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That looks like a real basement, like a cool basement, like like one of, like a recording studio basement. Like, it looks fly with the TV in the back. I'm not mad at it. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Okay. I need the clothes and hangers, though. That's the vibe. No, 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 I moved them for you guys. Uh, I, I, I got tired of showing you guys the drip. <laughs> well, guess what? You ain't going to be able, well, actually, you may be able to show us on TikTok because that's where people be putting drip these days anyway. Oh, catch it. Bam. <laughs> so if you guys didn't know, for everyone who's listening, uh, there's been a whole fiasco, not only around TikTok, but around WeChat, they also, we talked about previously how there's been a hearing surrounding social media, Facebook and Google and all these different platforms in terms of basically the monopoly and the hold on America's data uh, security concerns. Is that what they have? And currently, uh, for more information, actually some news just kind of dropped this morning where essentially... Uh, TikTok may be avoiding a U.S. ban in the last minute. Pre uh, President Trump reportedly has agreed to a deal in concept, which I'm guessing in quotes just means, you know, he is just verbally, but there's nothing actually legitimized about him agreeing to it. But essentially that if they do, uh, two companies, Oracle and Walmart, would claim a 20% investment stake in a newly formed TikTok global company It'll, uh, that will run the social media services businesses in the U.S. and most of the users worldwide. Oracle will become TikTok's, quote, secure cloud provider and hold on to the America data while Walmart would wield its e-commerce and advertising technology. The deal will also say that TikTok Global will pay over $5 billion in new tax dollars to the U.S. Treasury and join with Oracle, Walmart, and investors uh, to launch an AI-powered educational video curriculum. And the program would teach kids basics like math, reading, and science, as well as more advanced subjects, like computer engineering, and also the company will also be required to have an IPO on a U.S. stock exchange, and American ownership is expected to grow over time. So, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of had no problem that TikTok was not going to be used. I'm tired of these dances. Um, but this is actually very interesting that we're seeing this, considering that there's been just so much conversations around social media, American data, and all that stuff. And we talked on the episode before about how, like, our, you know, everybody owns our data at this point. And it's not only just a concern about owning our data overseas, but there should be a concern about owning our data in our own country, too. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Um, I mean, I, yeah, we definitely did touch on this uh, pertaining to TikTok. I, I, like, I, I dabbled on that app and then all of the privacy issues, all of the, the things that happened with it, I was extremely alarmed with it. Like, 
But I guess as content creators, you kind of stumble on all of these apps just to see what it is, considering everyone is living on these apps, right? But for me, um, I said this before, in, in terms of what Trump was talking about, him really taking a stance against uh, TikTok, he was right. You know what I mean? Like, the, But he's right. It, it, that could be applied to, to anything, right? Like we talk about it a lot on the show where, you know, you could be in your phone on Safari or, or in Instagram or whatever your app of choice is, and you can just mention, I don't know, like taco burrito stand. Then like 10 minutes later, uh, that ad will appear right in your phone. And that's, we all agreed to that upon us signing up to their privacy agreements with these social media uh, uh, platforms. So for me, I, I, again, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not really, I don't really care. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really give a shit. Like good, good, goodbye <laughs> for me. Well, real quick, since you had mentioned it, um, I'm in a group chat with a couple of my cousins. One of my cousins had mentioned that he wanted to purchase a, uh, a tonal. Have you heard of that? Like that workout virtual equipment thing? No. Well, had, we can, it, yeah, yeah, he had texted that to us that he wanted to get one. And then I had texted him uh, about it. And then an advertisement for it popped up on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I personally felt violated. <laughs> you know what but I'm saying? Can, like, I, can, I don't, you can't though. You can't no, feel violated when you when you agree to the terms and conditions. No, no, no. I I understood. Like, if you Google something, then it'll pop up on like your your advertisements and whatnot. But I was in the tech. I was text messaging. But think about it. All right. So when you when you sign up, uh, or not sign up, rather, when you get a brand new phone or when you sign into your Apple ID, right? The first thing that they do is they walk you through the process of getting all of your information, right? After they get all of your information, what do they do right before the very end of the setup? They then ask you that cru crucial question and say, hey, would you mind if we shared your data with our analysts so that we can better uh, service oh, you? As, as and guess what? You, you know nobody reads those. Guess that, that, Listen, I'm not, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm just saying that is what's happening, my friend. We are signing our lives away and it's over. That's what's happening. Yeah, we are everything into, about you. Yeah, and, we and, were bought into all of this. And, and as far even, as TikTok goes, oh, my fault. Even right now, I was about to say, even right now, they're listening to this conversation like, you're right. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> like, it's just what it is, man. Word, I hope somebody read that, that uh, Zoom agreement. Uh, as, far, as far as TikTok goes, as far as TikTok goes, man, we're at war. Yeah. We're at war. It's a silent war, man. It yeah. is. I mean, even look, like, just even from a New York Times article, it says that, you know, there's a lot of detailed information. Like, think about it. When you're on Facebook, you're giving your age, you can give your employer, whether you're in a relationship or not, likes, mm -hmm. locations, even, like, those safety buttons, like, when there's, like, oh, it's an earthquake, everyone presses buttons to make sure you're okay. That's also identifying your location. It's saying Facebook tracks both its users and non-users on other, on other sites and apps. It collects biometric facial data without users' explicit opt-in consent. And it basically... That's it's utilized to learn your behaviors and your patterns so that it can best optimize its platform. I mean, Google does the same thing in terms of ads. And this has been going on for a while. And Facebook used so many different number of software tools in order to track this information. And but the thing is, is like we as people are getting so lazy. We gave up our privacy a long time ago. People yeah. are like, people want to get quick access to food, giving up privacy. People want quick access to love. Let me swipe and get that D or V. You know what I'm saying? Like it is, <laughs> you know, like, you know, people just, people, we are so used to things just being so easily accessible that we don't care how much privacy we get up, give up. That's why when people are like in an uproar about, oh, you know, TikTok in China and all this stuff, Bro, you gave up that information a while ago. What do you think that all these bots are? And like this, our information is already obtained by Facebook. It's already obtained by American companies, and it's already being obtained from a bunch of other companies. So it's just like at this point. I mean, granted, I'm not saying that it's right, but we we for anyone to act like surprised, like this is a new concept, like you gotta be kidding yourself. You, no, can't, you can't fight it. I didn't know. Uh, I just found out. I heard about it back a ways back. But Instagram, they time everything that you look at. When, you, when you're looking at pictures, there's like a little timer that they, they see how long you're staying on that picture. 
or, or that video. And that, and that gets analyzed. So we gave that up. Uh, you know, everybody's worried about Big Brother. Big Brother, they're watching us. Man, once, you hand, once they handed you a social security number, it was over. You, you're on the grid, bro. So <laughs> you're on it. Everybody's so scared, man. You got smart TVs in your house. These phones, this technology, the, the video game consoles, they know you better than you know yourself. They, they know exactly what you like, where you're going, what shoes you want. I see that uh, Mark Zuckerberg was worried about the band on TikTok, right? He's worried because he goes, well, whatever ruling party is in place in, in our country, they can just say, well, I don't like this social media, so let's ban it. And that's what, he's, that's what he was nervous about with the TikTok ban. I can see that being a, da- a dangerous president. But like I said last week, the internet and social media as we know it is relatively new. We're still navigating the, this field, you know? So we have to put these rules and regulations and some restrictions in, but it, Pandora's box is already open. We're, in, we're plugged in the matrix. It's, and you know, whether you like it or not, we're here. This is where we are. <laughs> Listen, um, there's a show on uh, Netflix. I think it's on Netflix called Upload. You ever seen that shit? No. Upload Upload is about a That's guy. It's about a- Amazon, I think, right? Or Amazon, something like that. I don't remember. I watched it on, 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 this, on this app I have. Anywho, long story short, it's about a guy or about a, a, a really society, like the world in whatever year. Let's say it's 2045. I don't remember the year. But long story short, um, the upload is when you die, you have a chance to either get uploaded into this program where your loved ones will still be able to see you and interact with you but they can't touch you. It's, on, it's a screen thing. So it's like you'll have access to your, your loved one, significant other, dog, whatever it is, forever with this upload. Or you, they do the traditional way and just uh, cremate you. So I say all that to say the technology that they talked about in that show is literally some of the things that they talk about now here, where you talk, talk about privacy. Like it, it's, it's all centered, the show is all centered around like, uh, Fortune 500 companies, like wireless companies, like Apple, AT and T. It's it's, but they're they're spun differently, and and the way that they shape the world, it's scary when you when you think about it. And I, I honestly, I I've, I've been saying it like this is Skynet, <laughs> like all this shit, is Skynet. So Brandon, Brandon, first of all, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just just go just, with it. Get just just go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Get your no. PlayStation. And that's the problem, man. That's why I won't make it here. I can't just go with the fuck. I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah that show are. sounds like a nightmare. First off, what what if your wife dies? How, how are you going to move on? You still well, got to go the, see her? But like, that's, that's the option. Get no, about who you're dating? No, but that's the and option. Vice versa, same if your husband dies. <laughs> 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 have, some, have some jealous dude behind a glass. <laughs> but you know what? That technology is already here. In South Korea, I believe, yeah. they can recreate... Uh, a dead, a dead person, a dead relative. Wait, say that, say that again. Say that again. Recreate a dead relative. That's a tongue twister, right? But they can yeah. in South Korea. It's there. Like you put on the the VR mask and the earbuds, and that person is there in front of you. In front of you. So that begs the question: Is it really them, or because they have collected so much data, they can predict what this person would say to you? Because now that question is: Do you have a soul? Right. Where where's your soul? Where? Because if I die and you upload my my consciousness, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is it really me or is it analytics predicting? Oh, this is what, what? Nazim would I get say. What you're saying. I get it's what you're analytics. Saying. Analytics. Yeah. It's, well, it's, that's what I think. Though. No, I'm that's saying it's definitely the machine. It's not the person. Yeah. So yeah. And, yeah. <clears throat> so and then uh, going back to what uh, Nas said. Yeah, there's actually there's a video online where a woman uses virtual reality to reunite with her dead daughter. Um, and it was yeah. within South Korea. I mean, VR and AR are used for so many different things, um, not just, you know, reuniting with family, but also is utilized for just, like, studying the human body, mm-hmm. uh, building stuff, and et cetera. We're, we're heading towards that that side of things, but uh, I feel like... You guys, so you guys know how, like, you, we have shows like Black Mirror, and we have, like, all these different um, sci-fi programs and stuff that talk about the bending of reality, right? But it presents it in a way where it's very extreme. Like, why are you guys saying, like, oh, you got to jump in a video game and we can fight each other. Like, feels like we're really fighting. Like, all this stuff. But I feel like that reality bending is already happening. 
it's already, but not in the way that we kind of, um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say fantasize about it, but like how we, how it's presented in our media and in our, in our entertainment, it's presented in like a very extreme way, but that sense of reality being bending, I think is already happening because social media changes the perception of reality and changes the perception of what is true and what is not. And constantly it's like, we are in this, this, this kind of position where we have to question ourselves. Is this real? Is this true? Is this, you know, all these different things. And with that though, how do you, how do you guys think that this kind of perception change is, is going to impact us? This perception change that's going to impact certain industries. Like let's talk about the music industry considering we have, you know, great connections to that. How do you guys think that, you know, things like TikTok being banned or, or these, or how social media things change the perceptions of celebrities and change the perceptions of just us and how we view things, this reality bending concept. How do you think that this is going to progress moving forward? Or maybe it may not as much, but what are your thoughts? I'll say it's going to be a lot of instant careers. And in other words, social media gives you so much right abundance of your of that celebrity that you admire or you like their music or you like their movies it's so much that you, it wears thin like you have these celebrities that's here today gone tomorrow there's no mystery and that i think that's if it's too much it's going to be too many like flash in the pan celebrities i, I don't i personally don't like it i like a little mystery behind my celebrity i like that i don't know everything about Jay-Z. I don't know everything about Beyonce. They have, they keep that, they keep a little bit private. So you can have, people are, are free to run wild with all these theories. If you have all these virtual realities, like I saw the hologram where they brought back Tupac, right? They brought back Prince. To me, this thing's a whack because if I own the rights to the, their music, their musical catalog, I can do whatever I want. I can say, yo, bring Tupac back, bring Prince back. They may not have wanted it, but I, if I own their catalog, okay, bring them back. Because at the end of the day, it's about money. And it's always going to be about money. So if you start banning TikTok, these companies, these musical conglomerates are going to find ways to make money off these artists. And it's dangerous. You know, I, I think it's just, to me, it's just whack. I don't, I don't like playing it simple. I don't, I don't like it. Um, <clears throat> me personally, I, I feel like... Um... It's an interesting climate, just considering everything. We've been forced to shift everything to social media, right? Like before, you know, pre-COVID, it was at least an option or at least a bit of an option. Because even even then, I still feel like we were all, all glued to, to social media. But now I feel like that's one of, or, or if not all, of everyone's major consumption, right? As far as just news, as far as what's happening right now and and how fast and rapidly stories develop that, you know, you, you kind of are, are sucked into it primarily because what else is there to do? You can't go to the club. I mean, sure you can, but is that safe? You know, you sure, you know, most people would like to go and disconnect and go travel, but you can't do that. That's not really safe, but you think about uh, what other outlet is there, but social media at this point, like most people don't watch the news actively for whatever their their reasons are whether they be you know propaganda whether they be believe conspiracy theory uh theorism or uh maybe it's just it just brings them down you know what i mean like whatever that may be the only other thing that you can possibly control is your your social media at at, at points and and what you're looking at but even that is a slippery slope <laughs> because now artists don't even know how to how to kind of behave for lack of a better word, on social media, they don't they don't know how to use it, or or they don't know how to uh, utilize it better. So you know, you you find now that artists are struggling, especially maybe some of those uh, older artists or some of the artists that aren't as tech savvy. So I just think the fact that the emphasis is on it is just it's a lot. I feel bad for Boosie. Yeah. He, his uh his page got taken away, mm -hmm. and and then he created another one. And they and they locked down that one for no reason. Mm, he can't yeah. go live, and yo, that man needs that man. Mm -hmm. He needs mm -hmm. that. Like yeah. he finally started like showing his personality and everything, kind of like applies. Mm -hmm. Like like rappers that are kind of teetering a little bit, and no disrespect to Boosie applies, they know what I mean. 
uh, you know, they, 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 they blow up or they blew up on Instagram, son. Like, yeah. like they created like a whole new career. You want to hear? I forgot about Plaz. You're right. You're right about yeah. Plaz. Sorry that to cut you off. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. It's all good. You, you want to hear these guys speak? You start locking down their pages. Man, that's that's just messed up, man. Well, the next the next thing the next thing is going to be is is going to be something similar to OnlyFans, right? Where you're going to be able to pay ninety nine cents or two ninety nine for a social media profile, and you can do whatever you want. It's going to be like a, an OnlyFans thing. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought up OnlyFans because now I'm thinking about it like they're banning Lil Boosie's page, right? Right. right? Yeah. Lil Boosie censored his own page. He would see a kid, he'd be like, oh, that's a fucking kid, right? <laughs> and he would cut, he would cut the, the feed right there. You know what I'm saying? So he was, he was pretty responsible. Where does Instagram draw the line? My, my, my uh, what, what is it? The, uh, the story page or the search page? Yeah. Mine is flooded with booty. It's flooded, yo, it's flooded with so many half-naked women. I'm almost, like, I'm at the point where I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. And then I get stuck there and I forget what I was even searching for because now I'm clicking on all their pages. Yeah, but you know that it tracks what you look at. So what you looking at, Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> what you looking at, Wilson? I'm not saying it's not my fault. Are you, looking at, you looking at Ty Lawson's account? Is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, 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 they 100% they saw how long I was staying on those pages. Like, now I said, <laughs> and, and, and they left just, you there. Yeah, they just, 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 just leave you there with them. Check it out. Ty Lawson's Insta story. Is that what happened? Yo, so going back? Kept going yo, back to it? Yo, that's why, yo, that's, why I'm afraid to, that's why I'm afraid to look at, like, fitness pages on Instagram because yeah. I don't want like my whole feed to be like flooded with like naked dudes and then like somebody like balls my phone and sees nothing but naked dudes in my search and like they, you don't want them to judge you it's okay yeah it's I, mean, I mean hey there's nothing wrong with being that but but that shows you, know, you know, I, I, I just don't want I don't want to make myself look a way that I'm not I you know in perception but, but that shows you how much I don't want to have to explain anything <laughs> yeah, I know what you're about to say. Go ahead, say what you're about to say. Go ahead, because uh, I know but, what you're about to say. But, 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 I mean, it just shows you how much social media, like, dictates your behavior, controls exactly. your behavior. Like, exactly. the fact that you're so self-conscious about looking at a fitness page, the fact that you're worried about what your main feed looks like, the fact mm -hmm. that we are very conscious about, I mean, some people are, not everyone, but we are yeah. conscious of about certain things that we do, certain things that we look at because we're afraid of like what our history page would look like, all these different mm. things. Like for as much as, as for as much as people say like, oh, social media is allowed for them to communicate. It's like social media controls us. It's not the other way around. Yeah. And, yeah. and I've started to really, really notice that a lot more. Like everyone's worried about algorithm and this and that, you know, and I honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, I'm just going to put whatever the fuck I want out. I, I post whatever now. Like, because, <laughs> because it's like, I don't, it's like, if people are going to rock with me, they're going to rock with me because of me, not because of just like what I'm posting. Right. And it's just like, but people are so cautious about that. People are cautious about likes and it drives such negativity. People will purposely say negative shit because it gets them likes and it makes them feel better. There's actually, there's actually been studies about people getting endorphins for likes. Like, it's just, it just blows my mind how, how controlling social media and how it dictates people, right? But also another thing too is, I like, I actually like this TikTok ban stuff because it's forcing people who use social media and use these kind of cutting corners to have to adapt. Like the music industry, right? The music industry just wants to pay TikTokers and be like, hey, make, make a dance to my song and let it blow up. But then when TikTok was bad, they're probably like, oh shit, what we gotta do, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like these TikTok duets were something that's getting very, very popular. And it's, and it's becoming like a new thing for artists to do like these duets and then people come in and, and like I've saw, I've seen some fire ones, and it's actually a great way for people to introduce new artists. But I feel like some of these stereotypical and traditional platforms, because of TikTok, because of COVID, are being forced to have to change their ways a little more. Yeah. And I actually yeah. like that. I like that they're being forced to have to think differently. Yeah, I was I was gonna say going back to the VR and AR stuff, right? I wouldn't be surprised within the next five to ten years you'll see uh, like the Aubrey Hepburn commer commercial for Dove Chocolate. She's dead 50 years, but she's in a commercial. I won't be surprised if you see dead politicians coming back to tell us 
who to vote for. Mm-hmm. Like, just think, just think about that. that. In the next five to ten years, that's what's going to happen. You're going to have dead people coming back on a little sponsored page on Instagram or TikTok telling you who to vote for. And like, yo, I thought this dude was dead going on 30 years. <laughs> about to have a Tupac McCain. Back. Huh? About to have a Tupac McCain. I, I would, yo, in the, I guarantee you, in the next ten, five to ten years, you'll see a dead person tell you who to vote for. Well, 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 shit. Even Chris, I was as you as you just sent that to the chat, Chris. I was sitting here thinking it, it's a great segue to talk about the next topic in Kanye. I guess Wilson, you know, uh, even though I'm a Kanye fan too, but you, everyone knows how you feel about him. It's a different level. You I, you I can go ahead and. and, and I, Okay, relax, relax. <laughs> I am Malcolm X. You remember that? I am Malcolm X. I, I am, uh, what's his name? Ah, Walking Dead. It's fine. I am Legend. I am, I am Negan. Yeah, You're, not Negan. A fan. You're not a fan. You're not a fan. <laughs> so, All right, oh. so what do we talk? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, <laughs> see? See what happens when you, just, when you just sign up for anything? They start cutting you off. <laughs> they know I was about to talk about Kanye. <laughs> so uh so Kanye's in the news again. Basically, he's been uh speaking his mind. I don't I don't call it rants. I feel like there's a negative connotation to that. Um he is uh lucidly speaking in the in our realm and he's actually he's actually getting a lot of positive feedback this time around. People are seeing what he's saying and he's also fighting for us once again. Is he though? These contracts do need to be more transparent. You shouldn't have to have a lawyer read over a contract. Well, why not? Whoa, whoa, hold on. Huh? You, you, you think it should be, uh, your contract should be two pages? You make music, you get paid, we work together? Yeah, I just had this <laughs> yes. conversation with someone. <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. Be- because you got to think about it. When, when, once, you, once you introduce a middleman, now somebody, you could really get taken advantage of. If you can't read and understand what you are signing, whose fault is that? No, no, whose fault is that? That's a problem, and it's designed to work that way. Sounds like a you problem. It is. Do do (laughs) you want you want to pay lawyers? I don't want to, but I will. You want to have to pay somebody to read and tell you to sign something without you understanding it. Well, if I'm using studios and companies to help me distribute whatever it is I'm selling and I'm using their an- analytics and their resources, yeah, I, I expect them to try to take advantage because it costs money. You know, they're going to do it out of the kindness of their heart? So you're f- that. You're okay with that? That's what you want? Listen, man, if the shoe's on the other foot, <laughs> I'm, I'm making money off of all That's your problem that you don't read. That's your problem that you didn't get a lawyer. Now you dollars and I'm millions more in, well, well, but well, you want more, more. He's more so complaining about the fact that he needs to hire lawyers or people need to hire lawyers in general because everybody gets the lawyer to go right. to the contract. But the whole entire thing is now you have to put your faith in that person. Okay, get a good but, lawyer. But, but don't you do that for every kind of service? You Everything. put your faith in it. You put your faith in even someone making a freaking hamburger for you, man. Like they could make that hamburger uncooked. You be catching salmonella or whatever, like you anything that's service based. You are putting your faith in that person's ability and skill sets. That's why it is a service. Yeah, I agree. And tell Kanye to apologize now, to Mace. Now, now hold on. Let oh, me be clear. Hold on. What? They killed Mace for doing the same thing. For doing what? Mace rapped with the God. He was fighting about his contract. Everybody killed him for it. Now Kanye does it. Everybody's on that bandwagon. I think. Well, uh, well, 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 hold on, hold on. Kanye makes gospel music, though. Yeah, but that's Mace Mace didn't make gospel music. Let Brandon talk. And Mace wasn't as hot as Kanye. What are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen. What I what I'll say is this: Number one, um, face ain't no damn three (laughs) fifties. What I will say. (laughs) What I'll say is first, um, I agree with Kanye. I do agree with Kanye. Um, there has to be transparency in in, in recording contracts. Um, did y'all look over the, the, his contract that he posted? Like, and I didn't look over all of it, but there there was little bits and pieces of it that you can, if you go search on it, where the important parts of the contract is, is laid out. I say all that to say, 
Um, yeah, that's that's what artists go through, right? Like the Wilson is right in, in, in saying contracts are set up to where you don't understand them. They're set up to where they are. There are loopholes that you you should you know be privy to or, or you know have some sort of uh, you know eyesight on, considering you're doing high level business. But at the end of the day, like most people, if you don't have uh, you know a lawyer or if you don't have some sort of uh, know how, yeah, you'll you'll you know get taken advantage of. To East Point, that's you can apply that to everything. <clears throat> now to to Nas's point. Uh, where he says, whose fault is that? I side with that. Because then you got to go and go, you got to go, you know, do your due diligence. You have to go and start to go get some information. You can't go blanketly signing. Like, it, it, it's different, like, you know, especially when you're going to companies. Like, when you're going to companies, like, you need you need someone to look over that stuff. Like, you can't just go there and say, oh, I, I got it. Like, you know, it doesn't, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. Now, I get what you're saying of, of trusting this random person, but this random person, I'm sure, uh, number one, if you're going to them, that you're going to them for a reason. Number two, they probably are well vast in in, in their craft, be it you know music or or, or branding or whatever it, it it could be. So I think that that just needs to be taken a little bit more seriously. But um, Kanye is right. Like it, it it this is one of those times where you know if he's genuinely going to fight for this whole thing right? Like fight for artistry and, and artistry as in, you know, we fit in that bracket, right? Like we're all artists, we're all creatives. Like he's going to fight for people like us uh, to get access or, or, you know, retain, you know, ownership to, 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 to like our masters, which would be our IP for like grassroots or something like, it's, it's, it's invaluable what he's, what he's fighting for. So yeah, like, 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 like I've always said, so I had this conversation with somebody yesterday about the same exact thing. And I said, um, they said, uh, Yo, you, you, you never took off your Yeezys. Aren't, isn't this a proud moment? And I said, um, I'm not fair weather. <laughs> I'm, I'm way too family for that. Like, I've always liked Kanye, regardless of whatever his, his political views and choices are. Like, I like that person. I like the, the, the artist. And, I'm, and he's Black. I'm supporting. Whatever. I, I'm not fair weather like that. Um, but I, I, I think it's funny now to see all of the, the, the fair weather Kanye fans like, oh, yeah, Kanye's right. And, and, and trying to side with him now. I just Coming think on back. Yeah, I just think it's interesting. That's all. You, you know what? People, the one thing that people can take away from our episode is your first contract will never be favorable to you. Mm-hmm. It's never. Contracts are not meant to be in your favor. Contracts are meant to be in the favor of whoever's giving you that contract. So you should never ever expect that that contract is going to be good. That's why you're supposed to get someone who can review it and then also get the right information in there. Now it's kind of a dual thing too because it's not just about the contract. It's also about you negotiating and asking and being able to convey why you should get x y and z right because i think that a lot of times um especially when like you know it's it's something new right it's something new you're like oh my gosh like i'm excited all this stuff right you don't people some people are so afraid to negotiate for what they know that they've earned that they're like oh i don't want to miss out on this opportunity so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take this right And that's the problem. What people don't understand is most people in business understand that you are going to negotiate. But what a lot of these companies do too is that they pressure you to sign it. They'll be like, okay, you know, we'll we'll sign it, but you you need to sign in like two days or we need to know within 24 or 48 hours. That's a business tactic to make sure that you don't uh, uh, review everything thoroughly. Like you yourself, if a company wants you that badly, they will wait. And I think that, and, and that's another thing too. Sometimes, kind of went back to our last conversation about, especially when we when we discuss creatives in the in the black community, getting to the bag, right? It's like, oh, they, the only thing they see on that contract is like, oh, they're out. I'm gonna get a hundred thousand dollars, but it's like that hundred thousand dollars is a loan. It is mm-hmm. you need to recruit that, and then also they take a percentage of what you make from X, Y, and Z. Like you have to go through everything. You can't just look at the bag and be like, I'm gonna sign this, bop, 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 popping bottles. You got to really look at everything and make sure if it's substantial. And kind of going back to what you're saying, Nas, I actually, I'll be very transparent. For my agents, I made sure my contract was only two pages. 
I was like, there's no way in hell I'm signing anything that's even more extensive than that because of potential loopholes that they can put in. The longer the contract is, the more loopholes that they can have. And the more they can put these specific wordings and stuff like that. And I hired a lawyer to look through everything and I asked hard questions. We have to train ourselves to ask hard questions, to not let business push us back and to understand that if they don't want to sign us, that's fine. I'd rather not get signed and not get stuck into a ridiculous contract that a lot of people see, and I'd rather get better ones. And we've seen artists who didn't sign deals and then blew up or something, and then they can, and then they dictated their contract later on. It kind of goes back to we just like it's just like I'm, I'm always thinking about we need to change our mindset. And honestly, even though the way that Kanye, even though the way that Kanye did it, you know, I'm, I may not be big on. I think it was needed. I think it was needed for him to do that. Well, he, when I see that stuff, I harken back to like, yeah, y'all may not remember him, uh, Dante Culpepper from the NFL. Mm. He was his own agent. He got, he got an agent when he first got in the league. Then he learned how to read contracts and how to negotiate and started negotiating for himself. The, the organizations hated dealing with him because, of course, he's going, well, I'm worth, in my head, I'm worth, X amount of dollars and you're trying to pay me, you know, a, you know, the A amount. I know I'm not going to take that. You know, it's, it's a, it's good that he didn't have an agent because you know what? I taught myself how to read contracts. I don't have to pay this agent three to 5% or whatever the agents were getting back then or however much agents get for, for, for doing the contract negotiations. Mm -hmm. But it's also bad because your self worth, you're never going to say, I'm worth $10,000. Yeah, I'll take that ten over the one hundred thousand. You know, so yeah, I, I agree with Kanye. Like, yo, learn the contract, but I don't. I don't think you can just say I don't need a lawyer to Wilson's. But I don't. You need a lawyer because those contracts, the bigger you get, the more expensive. It's like, okay, well, we'll help you with your three fifties. We'll help you with the touring. We'll help you with this, that, and the third. But I'm gonna need X amount of money back. So yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that people don't need a lawyer. I'm saying that the contracts are too complicated. Mm-hmm. They're written in a way, in that way, on purpose. They they need to change so that we don't need a lawyer. We should be able to comprehend. If you're signing it, you should be able to comprehend it. Yeah, but then that defeats the that that then that sets back even the justice system, right? Like when you get a, a parking ticket, you go to you go to traffic court. In that traffic court, you're, you're offered two options, right? You either have a public defender or you have your own personal attorney. If you remove those elements, how do lawyers even exist? And then because of that, how, do, how does the judicial system get taxed or how do they tax people to get their money back for the cops walking on the street? Like it's, well, it's, it's one big- Well, they run, they run cons. They, 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 no, I'm serious. Like, like DWIs. No, I know, I know, I know. No, seriously. No, but that's what I'm DWIs. DWIs. You get a DWI, they send you through the ringer. They run a train on you, from from sending you to, um, uh, like rehabs for no reason. They make you pay for that. You have to pay the state, whatever state you got the DWI in. You have to get a lawyer. And, and, and if you get a lawyer, you're going to pay the lawyer the bare minimum. The lawyer's not even going to do anything for you. But yeah. since you show up with a lawyer, they're just going to give you like a, a small break. So everybody's going to eat off you. It matters. It matters, though. But that's... But well, that's whose fault is that? <laughs> what, as far as uh, getting the DWI? Yo, yeah. drunk ass. I mean, well, if you didn't get the DWI, well, you would have to get the lawyer, son. Well, well, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, hey, I might as well speak from a personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've gotten a DWI before, right? I know. Well, you were huh, so bad. Huh. So, so, yeah, you so, had that breathalyzer. Well, well, so well, 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 this cop gave me a DWI in my own parking lot. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. And it's towed bullshit. my car yeah, yeah, from, yeah, my, from my home. So he lied on his report, first off. You know, you know, I'm not even... No, no, he definitely did. Mm. Definitely did. I, uh, I was about to say something crazy, but all right. If I ever see that guy, <laughs> relax. Why, 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 I'm going to pull him over, too. 
Man. Yeah, I remember when that happened. Though you were really mad about that. Yeah, of, like your, of, of course, your life was in shambles. But it's, that's a, that's a real thing, though. Uh, all jokes aside, like it's a it's a it's a real thing um, that that certain cops do. Not all cops. Certain cops, you know, they they either Nitpick. don't make. Yeah, they just they just don't have nothing else better to do. Like I know cops in, in my area. There's times where you could just be driving around. You could just see that they're beat. They have nothing else better to do. So they'll just walk and start checking meters like a cop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, fam. Like, you think Superman is checking parking meters? Like, go save a building or something. Like, go do something heroic. Like, it's just stupid stuff like that, man. Like, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, but you know what? You know what, Wilson? You're a little bit, I, you're, the energy I'm feeling for you, I think, I think this is a time for you to let some steam off because in our group text, you kind of had a problem with the Joe Rogan podcast about some stuff. <laughs> and I feel like it's the perfect time for you to get into it because we're talking about social media, we're talking about content creators, we're talking about the perception of things and how contextually things could be bent and skewed and how social media isn't always the truth it is a it's a reveal of the truth but also it is a veil of the truth and it also is hiding the truth so tell us your truth wilson because you were going off of that text message i can't lie i was i was probably asleep or something i'm like yo what is this dude talking about uh (laughs) so 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 basically i i am an avid listener of the uh joe broken podcast I, I I love that show. I listen to every single episode. You listen to it more than ours? Uh, well, well, ours, it's kind of hard to listen to with you guys always berating me. <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm just playing. Of, of course, I, li- I listen to both. So, <laughs> anyhow, you put it, what, something I've noticed on the Joe Rogan podcast that I've noticed, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've noticed that he's been talking about everything that's been going on as far as, like, the protests and everything goes, um, and basically the way how they're speaking about it, they're speaking about it from their perspective, but they haven't had anyone who's black on yet to talk about how they view the protests and how they view everything. So sometimes all I was saying in the group chat is that it's coming off. Uh, you, you could, you could hear the lack of experience. You could hear the lack of the black experience in the conversations on that show recently, and I would just like for him to get somebody black on, like uh, D.L. Hughley, who, who is a comedian. It would be a perfect fit to actually talk about the, uh, the protest and everything else that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Because they had a man on there uh, recently. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. His last name was Murray. And some of the things that he said kind of bothered me a little bit. And he's not even from America. So... <laughs> He's not black. He's not from America, but he's talking about how we would feel with uh, certain monuments getting taken down. Like they have mentioned a, they have mentioned a bell that that may have been uh, rung during slavery, right? And I guess people wanted that taken down. I guess from his perspective, yeah, that could be seen as stupid. He he went on to mention, oh, what what is it? A magic bell? Like if you ring it, slavery is going to come back. And true everything that you're saying is correct but i'm saying that bell you know what i'm saying i don't care about that bell take it down (laughs) if if somebody is if somebody is hurt by it because of slavery take it down keep going keep going dog no 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 no, 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 i'm done because i didn't plan this i didn't didn't mark any Devil's advocate, devil's advocate. I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I just want to play devil's advocate. But is it really his responsibility, Joe Rogan, and content creators, right? And I'll just say content creators so we're not just singling him out. Is it really his responsibility to make sure that every single time he gets a guest, there has to be a balanced and fair assessment? Is it the responsibility of that person to make sure of it or is it the responsibility of them focusing on the entertainment factor of it or the branding factor of it? Where do you draw the line where it's, you know, you're saying, okay, he's talking about the black experience, but he's not getting the appropriate black people. 
Well, well, is it, it's, is, it, is, it, is it something that's is it is it a topic that just naturally comes up with a guest? Is it something that he plans for? What's the responsibility on him and content creators to have that for fair assessment? Well, it's not necessarily his responsibility, but it's been it's been six months we've been in this pandemic, maybe seven. Um, I'm not sure. I think the protests have been going on for about that long as well, right? Yeah, around there. It's been going on for around months. Around there, it's about a few five months. So, yeah, so. and. You know, it's not his responsibility, but as big as his podcast is and the, the manner in which they're speaking about it or, or, or the black experience or whatever, it's negligent. It's negligent because he's been talking about the protests on a lot of episodes, talking about George Floyd's murder and everything else. Why not have a black comedian on to come talk about it? Or um, it doesn't even have to be a comedian. He's had Killer Mike on before. You know what I'm saying? But you're talking about the protests and everything that's going on with somebody who's not even American. <laughs> I'm not sure if that, if maybe that guy lives in America. Cool, he's American. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he is or he isn't. But, but no, you're right. Listen, he, I agree. He doesn't necessarily have a connection to what's going on. I'm not going to lie. It's cool I, to have I, his opinion, I, but... I agree with you as well, though. That's why I'm yeah. just being quiet. I agree yeah, with you. yeah, yeah. It's not it's it's not his responsibility, but if you're talking about it on multiple podcasts, and if you listen to Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan repeats the same things over and over again. To yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. You he know does. what I'm saying? He does. So, so, oh, oh, oh. What he had said was, uh, <clears throat> Joe Rogan was saying that you know he could understand how uh, people wouldn't want, uh, uh, you know, like uh, the protest or people bringing awareness to what's going on in the black community during a football game. Like he said, he said, oh, I can understand how people wouldn't want that mixed in with their football. Okay, does anybody complain about breast cancer awareness? What if I don't want breast cancer awareness mixed in with my football? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Racism is the cancer of America. That's a problem. It's a problem. You know what I'm saying? And another thing that they had said on the show, uh, they mentioned something like something to the effect of, oh, it's, it's one murder or what, what did they say? Anyhow you put it, they, they downplayed the racism in America on that, on that last episode. And I don't think that they take into account all the little things. Like, it's not just one murder. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's, it's Black people being followed around in stores, being talked to crazy by cops, just, just racism in general. You know what I'm saying? It's not just one murder that's being protested. That's what gets everybody up. Because nobody's gonna come protest if I if I tell the world that I got followed in the department store by the owner <laughs> or something like yeah. that. We're not gonna protest over that. I mean, I, I, don't I honestly I don't, have, I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> I, I I agree with you. Like I honestly agree with you. I don't I don't have any quarrels with any of your uh, of any of what you're saying. Just because again, you're talk we 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 talk about this talk about that on this show, right? Like when we talk about like LGBTQ, whenever E is not on, we don't talk about that stuff. Just because we don't have, we're not in the position to talk about it. We're not we're not you know what I mean. We don't come from that community. I feel yeah. like that's the same thing. It's the same. You can't bring somebody in and talk and 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 try to have them talk about issues with rioting and and. and Injustice and things like that, and not have the appropriate person to do it. It's, actually, you know, actually, what what did he say about Stephen A. Smith when Stephen A. Smith was talking about UFC fighters? He said, he said he said he said Stephen A. Smith isn't. He said Stephen A. Smith doesn't have the experience in this realm to to talk or commentate about these fighters. So, but that's the thing with the, you. But, yeah. I, like I know I know Joe Rogan's not racist. I know I know the guy that he had on isn't racist. But you guys aren't, you guys have not really know. You don't go, you haven't had the black experience. Get somebody somebody black. Tell them they're not not qualified. And Joe Rogan goes around saying like his show is fair and just, and he get, he's an open platform. But you're talking about the black experience. Like Wilson and I and Brandon talking about a menstrual cycle every month. PMSing. Yeah. With the issues off. And cramps. And, uh, and, and cramps. I know he said it. And cramps. And don't, and don't forget bears. They, they, they attract bears. And yeah, chocolate. Allegedly. An attitude. I mean, that's like me saying, yo, Brad, you know what happens during during those those five to seven days? Woo. 
Aaron, look at me like, you know, shut up. Yeah, yeah, that's a great Yeah, I, I probably would. I would probably be like, bro. But, but, but in closing, but, 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 yo, but, yo, in closing on my ramp, on my ramp. On my ramp. Uh, I did, I did ramp it up. But I know that Joe Rogan's not racist. I love his show. I just want to see somebody who's black on there to actually talk about everything that's going on today. I would recommend D.L. Hughley. If not him, maybe a David Banner. A uh, David. Oh, you show. took you. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, I would go Godfrey. Godfrey. Even, even, uh, Godfrey would be great. Uh, Killer Mike. Uh, would be awesome. Maybe not Godfrey. Nick Cannon would be perfect. Because Godfrey's been with Lord Jamal. They're going a little bit. Nick, I, th- I, th- I think he would go too hard on the Joe Rogan. Yeah, Rogers yeah. Podcast. No, I think I think, I think think Nick Cannon would make for a great interview. Nick Cannon would be great. Uh, Nick but Nick Cannon, Cannon also be- might go way too hard. Oh, I would love to see Nick Cannon on that. No, Nick Cannon. Yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, perfect yeah. thing. Hey, listen, guys. You're paying attention. Nick, Joe, go Joe, on that Joe. show. We so, need so, so, yo, if you <laughs> post this clip, tag Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Tag Joe Rogan yeah. to get DL Hughley yeah. on the show. That that's my first yeah. pick. Yeah, man, that was some good. Yeah, that was some good stuff. Well, so that's a good yeah. rant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, yeah. there's I nothing else you. that we could say. I yes, I thank you. There's nothing else we could say. So I guess we could end off on that though. You know, question uh, posting a question to our audience. You know, where does the responsibility lie for content creators and big content creators and big podcasters, whether it's Kanye, whether it is Joe Rogan, where do we, where's the responsibility on them to have these fair assessments to, to, to convey messages in the right way? Is the responsibility on them? Is the responsibility on us and them? What do you guys think? Let us know. Drop in the comments section, tweet us, drop it on a clip. Let us know. Let's continue the conversation and let's get deep into the grassroots of things. Hey, 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 hey. you like that? Yeah. Bang, bang. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. But on that note, make sure you hit the notification button. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Audiomax, iTunes, everywhere. Join our Discord. Uh, We have a lot of our post episode conversations there if you have any more questions you can drop it in there we will talk to you guys we'll talk gaming we'll talk culture we'll talk everything and on that note i'm aaron ashley simon i'm brandon killer bhl regular nas still in focus <laughs> i'm wilson and chris on uh, chris on in, in in the back on the ones and twos are we out <laughs> <laughs>